Doing as great as a job as our full heart compatriot, nerd brother in arms, Craig Legazza, will be joining us in a little bit. Uh, I am Damien Dragon, joined by the Queen Nerd, this Foxy Foxy, and of course, our wonderful cuddly buddy, Dan Calachico. Uh, I demand he be made into one of those pillow plush buddies so you can hug and 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 spoon in the course of the night and everything like that. Everybody needs a Dan Calachico pillow buddy. I agree, and I beg of you to send me pictures and videos of you violating said buddy when you buy it, because <laughs> like I can that. only imagine. This, yeah, yeah. Yes, this is Nerd Herders rebooted. Uh, we thank you very much for joining us tonight. I know a lot of you are wrestling fans and. You know, again, if you're joining us tonight, we know it's a very, very big night uh, for the first time ever. I actually have AEW on in silent in the background and like that. So, again, for joining us this evening, and if you have your TV on in silent or like that, we thank you for still joining us on we, we know what is now um, a bittersweet monumental yeah. night uh, for wrestling, which um, I'll dabble into that a little bit later for personal reasons. Uh, for that being said, though, Let's just jump right into it. For those of you that are new to the show, for those of you that are not new to the show, you know the deal. Uh, Number one, welcome back. Happy New Year. This is our first show of the new year of 2023. For those of you that do not know how this operates, for those of you that do know how this operates, basically, I picked a couple of of the news, nerd news bits in pop culture uh, over the course of the month, and we sit down and we BS about them in a round circle discussion. Uh, and everything like that. Sometimes it gets crazy. Sometimes it gets it's off gets off track. But it's entertaining and unpredictable, nevertheless. Random thing. And that happens. <laughs> Random thing. Anyone else hit us up in the comments or whenever the hell you guys listen to this? But has anyone else found it way easier to just say and write twenty twenty three? as opposed to any other year where we constantly forget. Yeah. Oh, yeah like it's, it's not this year anymore. Yeah, I didn't have that like, problem this year. I've had that problem for years and years and years. I didn't have that problem this year. Yeah, like there's year. no mistaking. It's like, yeah, it's not 2022 anymore. Like I even screw up 2022 well into like August. But like this year, it's like, yeah, 2023. Yeah, 2023. it's like, it was like, like nothing. It was yeah. like nothing. It was easy. That it's is strange. True. Had not thought about that. Had not I thought think about really weird. You do. All right. Well, that being said, again, we're going to just, Jump right into things and everything like that. And we're going to pounce. Like that. Okay. Coming out the gate. Um, HBO. Ma- HBO slash HBO Max uh, has not. Has been on a back and forth trend late. They do some cool things. <laughs> they do some things that are pretty screwed up. You know, House of the Dragon was cool. Apparently, Last of Us is killing it. And everything like that. Then, you know, there's, there's Velma. And everything like that, which I'm not getting into. Because I love Velma. So, I'm not even touching it. And everything like that, but not that one. <laughs> yeah, not that one. Hey, I have a thing for Velma. Who doesn't? But anyway, okay. Moving on. Uh, starting out, HBO Max removes over 250 episodes of a iconic cartoon series. 
Warner Brothers Discovery has removed about half of all Looney Tunes cartoons from HBO Max, according to the Cartoon News. A social media account for the animation news site informed fans last night uh, when this story broke uh, that seasons 16 through 31 of the classic animated series uh, representing 256 of the 511 episodes which had been hosted on the streaming platform had disappeared after December 31st. The move is the latest big removal of Warner Brothers' own content from HBO Max and follows a string of animation and children's, uh, children's programming of removals, including Aquaman, King of Atlantis, uh, Infinity Train. Uh, the Flintstones also saw a couple of the seasons dropped and the majority of Sesame Street's episodes previously found on HBO Max. Fans have discovered, uh, has discussed frustration and, and disappointment over the removals since there was an expectation that when Warner Brothers started its own streaming service, it would make Warner Brothers' own content available more or less indefinitely as part of the subscription, which, by the way, uh, if hasn't already uh, happened, is getting jacked up. Yes, your HBO Max subscription is also getting jacked up. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery Management has pushed back, saying that nothing removed from the streaming platform uh, ha uh, has was being watched enough to provide the company with value. So sorry, we're not all immediately watching everything that you have, including the one of the largest like cartoon libraries there is in existence in in Looney Tunes. Well, yeah, no, I'm sorry that I have a life and I have to go to work because COVID's not a thing anymore. Jinx. And uh, I can't watch all the cartoons because I have a pile of 40 other things I have to watch. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's weird. I'm sorry I'm not forcing time to watch your crap show known as Velma. Yeah. Hey. Leave it alone. No, I'm kidding. I don't care. I yeah. couldn't care like uh <laughs> Badass says HBO Max can fuck itself, and I say this unrespectfully, and so do I. That's why we love Badass. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll double down. Uh, 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 WB can go fuck itself. Mm. Very unrespectfully. Very unrespectfully. In fact, with both middle fingers and a pinky in your ass, go fuck yourself. Yeah, and again, again you know, uh, like, you're jacking up the price I mean of the description for what? And then on that, I don't know about anybody else, and I'm being sarcastic because I've heard this from other people as well. The streaming service, a majority of the time, sucks, and you have to roll the dice to see if anything will even play sometimes. Oh, like us? Yeah, because sometimes I have to find whatever they have on something else to try to watch it because, oh, look, it don't work, and everything like that, and they jack up the price for what? Hold yeah. on a second. Hold on a second. Hmm. HBO Max's revenue in 2021 was 7.7 7 billion. Just HBO Max. The fuck are they jacking the price for? And now that during a time where oh. everything is is like everybody's we're basically in a recession again, in case anybody didn't know. You know hey, no. hey, guess what? Guess what? And they said this year is gonna be really, really bad in terms of financial things and it's only january and you're jacking the price up on people like come on you know like and again the streaming service is not that good it's not 
again, a lot of times to see subscribe to it, it doesn't even freaking work. There's times the app won't even load. Like, and you're jacking up the price for what? But again, you know, if, if you're buying these libraries, again, you know, I'm sorry if I'm not watching everything all at once and back to back to back to back, but like Looney Tunes has how many seasons? And you just jacked off seasons 16 to 31. So that alone right there, which is basically half of it. So sorry if I'm not watching everything and you deem it not financially worth it. Uh, I just want to point out that... um Different apps work differently. If you don't have a super great internet connection going directly to whatever you're streaming on, it is going to be a problem. But it is easier, especially, uh, Danny, you have it through your um, cable provider, TV provider. Um, I've had pro- I've heard people having problems with the ESPN+. Plus. I go through Hulu, and it's never a problem. But that doesn't mean there's different ver- – See, we well, we got taken to a fa- take it to factor like every TV company, everybody who puts out a TV, right, has a different version of the app. Every cable company has a different version of the app. Every console has a different version of the app. Yeah. So you're only going to get 90 or less percent of that working all the time. We, we, for us, we use it through the Amazon Fire Stick. So basically, it should work well for us. Oh, no. I, you know what? The wor- I'm sorry, and I'm all for the fire stick, but the word in my experience, not to put in everybody on it, um, that is the worst streaming experiences I've ever had in my life is using the fire stick. Now, to be fair, it was generation one, and I've never went back. <laughs> so I, the, I don't know. I have the, we're upgraded to the 4K. We're upgraded to the 4K. Right, so our you got Wi-Fi, the newer Our Wi-Fi got just this past year got upgraded to what the modern model is, and it actually works what worse than the older model, and everything like that. So yeah. Random you thought. Know? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how, in essence, it was Netflix? You know, the first people to like do the streaming stuff and like the red box shit that essentially technically put Blockbuster out of business. And one of the biggest issues when it came to Blockbuster was going there and trying to spending hours trying to figure out what to watch. And then Netflix was like, oh cool, it's all right here. It's not gonna take that long. Except now there's like a million different streaming apps and it takes at least the same amount of time at Blockbuster to figure out something to watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah, dad just mentioned that. He's like he's like he's like he's like here it is two, three hours later, I'm still trying to figure out something to watch. <laughs> it's all like a full circle movement. For Christ's sake, we have Netflix now, uh, Paramount Plus, Star Trek, uh, for me. Uh, MB was a butthead. Um, uh, Hulu. Goddamn, I don't even know. Hulu. Well, we also have Hulu, but we use that for cable because I refuse to have Comcast in this house as far as cable goes. If I could get rid of the internet and go with somebody that fast where I am I tomorrow. Um, hold on. <laughs> Pluto TV. Uh, I know that's free, but I'm just talking about generally. Um, Amazon Prime. Uh, I think that's it. But that's like five hours of trying to choose something. Peacock, yeah. thank you. Peacock for the WWE Network. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention what I steal. What? What? Who said that? No, nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so 
you have to not to defend that it's not working, but yeah, you, there's so many different, yeah, yeah, there's so many different variables and every version has a different engineer trying to figure out different fucking bugs. So when it works for three, say we have 10 people in the chat right now, by the way, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming up. Uh, I have, I have show and tell, so I can't wait for y'all to see it. No, it's not my pants. Um, this time, um, this time. So say we have 10 people. Six said it works. Four say it doesn't work all the time. So that's a good, that's actually a really good peer study of who it works for, who it doesn't work for. And let me just add a double down here. And this is going to be weird that now that I've just insulted Comcast, I'm going to uh, compliment them. Credit where credit's due. Their flex box, if you're an internet customer, you get a flex. It's basically their streaming box. No cable, nothing. It's their fire stick. It's their, hey, we have our, our host is coming in. It's our it's their fire stick. It's their Chromecast. That is the best goddamn streaming device I've ever had. And that includes Chromecast, um, Fire Stick, <clears throat> Roku. The Flex box is goddamn astounding. And it blows my mind. I'm like, wow. okay, Com. You figure okay. All right. Well, sidebar, Clownzilla Jr. asks, is Netflix still going to end password sharing? I sincerely doubt it. They've, They've been, been saying no. that They've been saying so that for long. years, and, like, now they're political bringing it up and pushing it again. Right now, their bread and butter is, like, password sharing because they know X amount of people aren't going to keep continuing to subscribe to jacked-up prices. They're not going to fucking end. Hi, Craig. No. Hi, Craig. I was blowing Craig kisses. Happy New Year, Craig. Missed you. You're, you got to unmute, my friend. My back hurts sitting like this. Hi, Craig. He's yelling. <laughs> I, he's not. He's screwing us. He's screwing us. I think he said he wants to fuck us all. He said he wants to do us all. I love it. I, I would like to. Yeah, no, I'm good with that. Bang, bang, bang. See, he said bang, bang, bang. I caught that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love Craig so much. <laughs> oh no, he actually is having difficulty. Yeah, no, it's really weird. I don't know why it's. Uh, I wish there was a. Uh, hold on, let me mute this real quick. Let me pause this real quick. He's dropping a shoot promo. <laughs> hold on, Craig. I think it was. And that's why I don't eat shrimp. That's it. Ah. <laughs> God damn it. And there's Happy our highlight for Craig. Happy New Year, Dame. Happy New Year, Fox Dan. Um, I missed you guys. Missed um, you. I'm so proud of uh, what you guys done. Seeing you back up in the squared circle, going back on the road uh, with your old lady, Dame. Uh, it was fun. I had a blast. But I, it looked like you had fun. I was surprised of a century that night. I was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> uh, before we get uh craig's thoughts on the hbo max max debacle let me just add to it uh because i got some numbers up here because we're talking about how they're jacking the prices and they're removing content and all this other libraries and everything well the main thing was yeah yeah so i just want to put it in perspective that not only in 2021 was the revenue on hbo max alone 7.7 billion in quarter one 2020 they only had 34.6 million subscribers now 
Craig, do you think that number's gone up or down? I think it's gone up um, mostly because of the content they put in. Uh, obviously, all the Game of Thrones fans like me showed up for House of Dragon. Sure. Um, for uh, uh, Peacemaker. And uh, they have some really good hit shows. Now, the Last of Us, I know, is doing really well. The Last of Us has really jumped up the uh, HBO subscribers and HBO Max subscribers. Uh, Succession is coming back. So I think those numbers jump because they know their core audience. Um, you bring back the show that they, the new shows that they want to see, you bring back a new show that's, that's based on an old theme, and uh, and they'll show up. And even though it boggles my mind that Velma got the backlash it got and it already got greenlit for season two, it's like, it's like one of the worst shows ever created, apparently, <laughs> and you already greenlit it for a senior season two. Like y'all got single digits on, on, on Rotten Tomatoes. You guys had a, the lowest score in history of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, doesn't matter. Well, that's not a. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to acknowledge that. And again, I'm not getting uh, into that show at all because I love the character, so I haven't even touched it. I'm not even going there. Not doing it. Not doing I'm, it. You know what? I kind of, I kind of want to see this trash fire. Like I don't, I don't. No, no, I, well, I'm not talking about you, Damien. I'm talking about me. No, um, I don't give a shit in that way. So I'm kind of like, let me rephrase. Let me also add, I'm not, not that what you're saying is not valid at hundred percent because it's not like you're just saying that it's a great majority, but I'm like, well, maybe, yeah. I, maybe I want to see this. Um, what do you think? Uh, yes or no? Do you think the number of subscribers from 2020 to, to um, quarter to 2022 is up or down, Damien? And um, I say up because of just particular movies or whatever. I say up. I think it had a temporary down after this finale of Game of Thrones, but I, I think it might have peaked a little bit up only given, again, House of the Dragon anticipation. And The Last of Us, again, The Last of Us was like another, The Last of Us is apparently killing it. Other than quarter three and quarter four of 2021, it has been a constant incline. So we've gone from 34.6 million to 51.3. And not only that, but it's it's also a matter of uh, something like that, like HBO Max is very accessible because like, say... For us, for example, we technically don't pay for it. We get it free through because we have bios and, and on HBO, so we can yeah, Danny as well, yeah, yeah. So something like that can only, you know, help it. Yeah. So I yeah, I lost my track of thought like halfway through my sentence. It's That's all right. Yeah. It wasn't my fault this time. Also, you're getting original content on on HBO Max that has a built-in audience like uh harley quinn um and um original shows like the flight attendant that did really well uh, in award season and people are like wow i heard good things about that i'm a big bang theory fan and kelly cuoco's in a new show and she's getting yeah. reviews where can i see it hbo max sign me up yeah and work exactly. on me. yeah and you also got suicide squad and titans fans yeah I don't know. I heard these comic book fans are are incredibly loyal. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, I, I just heard. I don't know if that's true or not. But that 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 nerd fandom. Who knew? Who knew? All right. Well, we've 
moving on, since we've been on this one for a little while and everything like that. Uh, so uh, Craig might have read this one. Craig might like it. And Bad, Badash probably read, might have read this one or they might like this one like that. In uh, this month's comic, what the, fu- what the fuck? Because we haven't done a WTF in quite some time. I don't know no if Dan has the news the the, the soundbite for that because <laughs> he's done playing with a soundbite toy uh, and everything. Oh but, no, that broke months ago. Yeah. Well, nevertheless, the Joker shocks fans this month by becoming pregnant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, see, Craig's already shaking his head, so he knows about he knows about this one. Yeah. So okay. Craig might even be able to shed some more light onto it and all like that. Um. The evolution of the Joker just took a surprising turn in this uh, latest ongoing series. Uh, The comic, The Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing, features the Batman villain leaving a a swath of destruction in Gotham City. But the latest issue of this month that came out uh, also contains a backup story that is garnering a lot of attention on social media. The short tale pairs Joker with the magician Zatanna and instead of being a graphic, violent encounter, Zatanna casts a spell that leaves Joker pregnant and the two on the verge of starting a complicated new family. Now, spoilers ahead. Uh, in terms of the Joker, the man who stopped laughing, issue four. Uh, so, you know, consider listening at your own risk. But basically, the backup story in said issue um, finds a Joker and his gang attempting to steal all of the water from Gotham River. Luckily, the Zatanna shows up to stop the clown prince of crime in his tracks. Strung upside down, Zatanna drops Joker into a pile of mud on the ground. After Joker comments on how they'd make a lovely family, Zatanna casts a backwards spell that states, no one else will ever have your baby. Uh, Back at his criminal lair, Joker wakes up the next morning to discover his belly has grown larger. All thanks to the magic uh, magic baby Zatanna implanted. Uh, Dr. Uh, Phosphorus is called in a hilarious bit to help deliver the baby, which comes out of Joker's mouth as a small mud monster. Uh, the baby later transforms into a smaller version of the Joker, and they pay Zatanna a visit to let her know they could have been a lovely family together. So, yeah, that's uh, this month's um, WTF comic book edition and all like that. Uh, Craig, were you privy to this issue or you just knew about it? I just knew about it. Um, I When I just saw the... I saw, I saw the, when the uh, when the comic was released, but I just saw the picture of the Joker and his belly. And uh, it was actually trending on Twitter. Yeah, it was all over. It was like, yeah. the Joker is pregnant. I was like, what the hell? They're going to do that. Yeah. Um, I, you know, they, they've got so many iterations of the Joker and so many uh, different paths. Um, I don't want to say, um, man, they're really running out of ideas, but it sounds like they're running out of ideas. It sounds like they're running out of ideas. What the <laughs> fuck did I just hear? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huh. Uh, as Badass says, drugs? DC's on drugs as a whole, films, comics, and just drugs. They just stand for drug comics. I, I, I will say the last thing DC did that was absolutely 100% great storytelling, and I just bought the uh, the graphic novel. Uh, it just came last weekend. Uh, the Deceased series. 
I heard I heard that was really good. Yeah, it's kind of like DC's version of Marvel Zombies. But yeah, I heard that was like really good. Really well. Uh the all the DC universe, they're they're not zombies, but they're they're dead. And they crave and it's an anti-matter but anti-life virus is what it's called, anti-life. <clears throat> so if you get it, you're not a zombie. you're not a zombie, zombie. But you're you want to take everyone's anyone's life. So like if I if you got it, you would automatically go for a foxy because she's still alive. If you're both have it, then you're just you're just after people that are alive. Then you're not not eating your brains. They're not sipping your flesh. They just want to kill you. They just because, want you dead. Yeah. Yeah. You're it's an it's an anti life virus, and you see these heroes get it. Um, the way that um, just yeah, absolutely amazing. The cover of a dead Batman just really, really love you. Amazing. Yeah, love you. That's the last good thing they did, and but now the Joker's pregnant. So yeah, the Joker's pregnant. Um, and a um, now I'm gonna toss out two WTS because I forgot to put this in there, and it's one of those moments where I hope our buddy Dan can find it and try it. It's one of those moments. Does this have to do with spaghetti and? Marketing? No, apparently coming out. <laughs> I am a happy new year. Apparently coming out for um Easter. Oh. Uh for those of you that was that love those nasty marshmallowy colored peep things. They're delicious when they're stale. Have I got a flavor coming out for you this Easter? No, I might try it if we can. Now, coming out this Easter. <laughs> Dr. Pepper flavored peeps now to me dr pepper is like one of the worst tasting sodas of all time you know i thought i'm a big soda drinker whatever but still dr pepper is one of the worst but dr pepper flavored peeps i will try that one how about that you'll, i like, I like dr. Pepper. you'll do it you dan, dan doesn't see too sure about this this is the worst. I would rather eat spam infused Oreos. <laughs> uh, Dan's taking a pass on this, huh? No, I didn't. But what, but bitch, what if we, bitch you, don't call out my manhood. I'll do it. All right. So if we, we can find it, and if you can find it, let's do a, a dual taste test. How? Yes. Cool. Yeah. However, I want to go on record as peeps. <laughs> peeps are the worst. I want to go on record not only. As a Ghostbusters fan, do I fucking hate marshmallows? Dr. Pepper isn't one of. It is the worst fucking soda liquid ever created. And I'm looking forward to seeing it if I don't vomit. Yeah. Okay, I guess I'm in the minority in more ways than one because <laughs> I, I like Dr. Pepper, but I hate peeps. I like I like Dr. Pepper. Me too. I like the peeps. worst. I don't get. You know, it's great to wash down Taco Bell with. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I mean, second that. It's probably stoned a lot, but like. <laughs> well, not- Sierra Mist is the worst soda because it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? Yeah, yeah, it's gone. Sierra Mist, just, Sierra Mist just got closed up. Good, fucking. It, it was. It was really. It was replaced by some cheap looking shit. They just they shut it down and then did another lime soda. It doesn't matter. I would always hate that at restaurants where I'm like, it's not clean. They're like, is Sierra Mist okay? I'm like, no. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. We don't have Coke. Do you want Pepsi? No. It's fine. Yeah. Don't even mention it. 
I, I barely heard it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I got so told to shut up. It, if we can find it and you can find it, we'll do a duel on air taste. Clownzilla just said it's called Starry now, and it looks like a graphic designer who was just starting. Um, Dr. Pepper is better than root beer. I almost want to ban you for that comment, Chucky. That's uh, that's slant. That's slander. I will not stand. Doctor Brackett. Oh, Tab was my my mom for the piss is better than Tab. My mom liked Tab. Tab was terrible. My grandfather loved Tab, and I question every decision he's ever made. But Mountain he's dead, Dew so I can't. Like another one. Mountain yeah. Dew's Mountain Dew's terrible. I'll never again to this day. I haven't watched Simpsons in years, but I will never forget the Simpsons when they went to New York. And, you know, Homer Simpson, he's like, oh, he ate all his hot dogs. And he's like, oh, now I need something to wash this crap down with. And the guy goes, we only have Mountain Dew and crab juice. And he goes, oh, give me the crab juice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a really funny story that I just remembered. It was with back, back, back in the day with an ex-boyfriend or whatever. And he's like getting sodas from like one of the bodegas. And he had said something like, oh, did you know that Mountain Dew like decreases your sperm count? And I'm like, no, I didn't. So I gave him a Mountain Dew because that. Yeah, was I was going to say, once I heard that, I bought a bunch of Mountain Dew and Melody Yellow. So I'm like, you know what? Have wow. a Mountain Dew. Have a Mountain Dew. Um, All right. If at, Badash put Melody Yellow on the worst list or the best list, because uh, I, it's, best, it's best that I don't comment on my favorite soda ever in the world. I'm reading the, hold on. This, because apparently this has become the Coke Wars episode now. So. GM Specter said to add to the conversation, Mr. Pip rules. You're wrong. It's like a yeah. family oh, no, uh, Badash put it. Badash put it in the best. Thank you, Badash. I know I liked you for a reason. If uh, you mix Mr. Dr. Pepper and Coke, you get cherry Coke. Huh. Uh, mm, mm, I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> what the fuck is Mr. Pib? Oh, you don't know Mr. Pib? No. Who the fuck is Mr. Pib? What? You don't know Mr. Pib? No. I mean, I've never had it, but I know it. Oh, is that like the Dr. Pepper knockoff? Yeah, it's more of a southern uh, thing, because I first got it, I first had it when I went to college in Florida, Uh, but it's it's made its way up um, north. I mean, that's comic book guy's favorite drink. The only soda I discovered once I moved uh, a little bit south, although it's, I don't consider Northern Virginia south, um, well, that's a discussion for another time. Uh, is cheer wine, and I hate it. It's disgusting. All right, Sorry. well, you hear you heard it here, folks. Uh, we're gonna make it an effort to try to find. Uh, we absolutely Dr. are, and we will do an on-air try of these Dr. Pepper peeps. Nutley shop right upon you. Yeah, that's definitely a white person. I I might have problems getting it because I live in the middle. Ding 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 ding. So I don't. Uh, I'll do my go best. A few towns over to the white people town, they'll probably have. No, I'm in the. Listen, I'm in the white, white, white people town. Like it's, it's, it's there's uh, no comment. All right. The first well, thing you see when you enter town is a Confederate statue. How white is that? You know. Okay. Anyway, right. continue. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, this is actually some pretty. Epic, epic, epic news and everything like that. And I know um, the uh, the Golden Globe just passed. I know Mr. Lagans was watching and everything like that, uh, you know, giving play by play. But there was an epic, epic moment um, and everything like that. And I don't really watch the Golden Globes, but one, over the years, I've always loved 
Angela Bassett. Yes. Angela Bassett, one. Fantastic yeah. actress. Number two, gorgeous. Uh, gorgeous. Yeah. I've always said she should have been Storm. She always should have been picked to play Storm, in my opinion. And everything like that. But um, Black Panther, Wakanda's Forever is Angela Bassett won a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress for her portrayal of Queen Ramon, uh, Ramonda. But what makes this even bigger is her victory marked the first time an individual actor has won a Golden Globe or any major award for any Marvel film as well. And everything like that. And I did get to see the snippet of her uh, acceptance speech and everything like that. But I mean, like, if anybody was going to get it first, Angela Bassett, without a doubt. I, I, I am so happy that she she achieved that uh, and everything like that. Again, you know, one of the most best actresses of our generation and everything like that. And a lot of us know that and said that already. But I think she's always should have been more acclaimed than what she is mm-hmm. in general, but she's still humble about it. And again, to this day, she's been for many, 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 many years, my dream casting for Storm. I've always thought she should have been Storm. Oh, yeah. She had the right feel, strength, yeah, vulnerability. Vulnerability, everything. Yeah. Um, in fun fact, uh the only other time she won the Golden Globe was for her betrayal of Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. Love got to do with Which it. she did amazingly in that. And, yeah. But that was in nineteen ninety-four. And she looks exactly the same. Right. I know. <laughs> that's that's the scary part. You can't say that woman is aged as fine wine because she hasn't aged. It's it's the same thing if you go on Instagram and if you look up Elizabeth Hurley, it's like, what happened? uh, The the running gag is Angela Bassett is the Paul Rudd of black people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. It's like you can see she's maturing, but she's just not aging. I I would debate that Paul Rudd isn't the... (laughs) This is the Angela Bassett of white people. Okay, we can say that too. Yeah, because I'll uh, give I'll give the edge to Angela. Uh, and, but yes, uh, Angela Bassett was the first. You know, first of all, she was the first. No, 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 Dan. Angela Bassett seems like the type that would give the edge to you. Yes, I don't see a problem. No. Angela Bassett was not only the first person to. She was the first uh, actor ever nominated for a Golden Globe from a Marvel film. So let alone win. And yesterday, she became the first actor ever nominated for an Oscar for an acting role in the MCU. Nice. And there are so many Oscar winners, previous Oscar winners that are in Marvel, that are in the MCU. Everyone from Anthony Hopkins to Kate Blanchett to Michael Douglas to um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, Jeff Bridges, all been uh, Oscar winners. Um, But to have. Angela Bassett be the first person ever to get an Oscar nomination for, uh, I mean, Hugh Jackman never got one. Um, Robert, uh, Robert Downey? No. Robert Downey, he's, he's been nominated twice, but never uh, never for a Marvel film. Right, right, right. But uh, Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett uh, became the first uh, person ever uh, nominated for an acting role from, from the MCU. Yes, Dan? Ben Kingsley doesn't age either. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Kelly added that to the chat. I just wanted to throw his okay. name in there because you, he's Kelly. been fucking... Will... Again, uh, 
I, I will say to one to only thing to 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 piggyback on what uh what Dame said about Angela Bassett playing Storm, great choice. But for me, physically, and even though she's got no acting experience at all, the per, the person for Storm because she even has the accent, and I think she would even drawn like her and one in uh, Chris Claremont might have done it. The perfect Storm was Iman David. Oh Bowman. God, yeah. yes. Oh yeah, God, yes. She was storm. Couldn't act the lick. Couldn't act the no, lick. No, that's what I'm saying. She couldn't couldn't act. Oh, 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 whoa, whoa. Let, no disrespect to Mrs. David Bowie. Watch it. She was <laughs> fine in Star Trek Six. She was. Anybody had to make out with William Shatner at that age had to act. Okay? Okay. Just saying. Okay. Now All right. Well. Moving on really quick. Uh, and a couple surprise hits that happened. Oh, wait. Uh, I'm sorry. Course. Wait, I'm sorry. Derail real quick. Damien, I have to correct myself. Um, ben Kingsley is an Oscar winner in the MCU. That's why Kelly said that. Yes. Ah. He's won an Oscar. And he's sorry. Oscar I, yeah, I'm sorry. Add him, I, uh, add him to the list of Oscar winners that are in the MCU. Like that are good looking. Stands that no one's ever been nominated for an MCU movie. No, 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 no. You're absolutely right. But I'm just saying that that gives Angela the ed- still gives Angela the edge. No, no pun intended. But yeah, asterisk for Mr. Kings- Kingsley, and because his role on Iron Man three pissed off so many people. And I love Trevor Sa- Slattery. So <laughs> sorry, Damon. Go for it, boss. That's all right. All right. Well, real uh, another little quick tidbit. Um, and and two surprising hits. One, I'm not really surprised, honestly, that it happened. But two surprising hits over the course of the last two months uh, have already been greenlit for sequels. Uh, those movies are uh, just announced. Uh, I believe today, or if not yesterday, Violent Night uh is getting a sequel, which turned out to be hilarious. Look at the smile on Foxy's face. And you oh, said Violet so Night, he lit yeah. up. Okay, Dad Bod Santa. Okay, <clears throat> Viking warrior past. Dad Bod Santa took out his hair and put it in a man bun, and at one point said, "Good girl." <laughs> the ladies listening to this know what I'm talking about. The ladies know. I've it's heard true. That- I've heard the term dad bod when it when describing Violet Night and um a couple of women in my feed said that about the movie and about oh god um the fuck is his name? David Harbour. David Harbour, yeah. Dad bod sexy hashtag dad. Like, where did that become a thing? Oh, dad bod's a dad bod's a big thing right now. But but from this movie though, the hashtag went viral again Mm -hmm. because of, of David Harbour. And David Harper's role in this film. I mean, the moment he did the hair thing and the good girl thing, you should see it. She was like, <laughs> Santa has never been so hot. It's exactly <laughs> what she said. She was, Santa's never been so hot. But other than that, you know, as a great, we, movie. great, great movie, movie, thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm so glad it's gotten greenlit for another one and everything like that. Uh, and then, in a not such a surprise, I, I kind of felt. I felt the energy and momentum going into this movie that it was going to automatically wind up with a sequel, but it turned out to be way bigger than a hit than anybody expected. Like everybody knew it was going to be a hit, but it just turned out to be a bigger hit. And that was uh, Megan. Megan has already been greenlit for a sequel and they've already announced the year that it's coming out in 2025. They already said it's coming out. It's happening. And that's it. Like Megan crushed the box office. 
like absolutely rushed it. Uh, people loved it, loved the movie, everything. So hey, kudos for like two newer things mm-hmm. getting uh, some yeah, fresh ideas from Hollywood. Yeah, and just killing it, just absolutely killing it. Yeah, absolutely. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Right now, on the other spectrum of movie things, um, now again, I don't want to get into a whole thing about you know I hate the whole woke thing and everything like that. Now, I'm bringing this up before, if anybody gets offended, I'm bringing this up, and Miss Foxy Foxy here, we, she and I had this discussion a couple of days ago when I told her this news bit. I'm bringing this up in terms of comic books. In terms of comic books. Uh, the upcoming Red Sonja film, which we've heard a lot about, Up and Down, over the uh, reboot, uh, uh, they basically revealed, the characters, uh, characters revealing Chainmail Bikini uh, is staying, but her backstory is basically her controversial backstory is being nixed because they don't want to upset people. Now, those of you of our generation and Mr. Lagan's generation like that or followers know her backstory. The backstory, as harsh as it is, it was, you know, of course, <laughs> fantasy warrior timing like that. Her village comes, it gets attacked by, you know, plunderers and all that stuff. They attack and kill her parents and like that. She's a little girl at the time, and she's not strong enough to wield her brother's sword. Those attacking the village take liberties with said little girl. Let's put it that way. I'm trying to keep it as as, as PC as possible here. And in the midst, uh, and the aftermath of that, as she's laying there, you know, dying, and uh, that prays to like the gods, as goddesses of war and everything like that to grant her the strength to find revenge to which they do um well apparently hollywood is feeling that's a little bit too much uh and like that now so she's going to be an already an established warrior in a village whatever like that gets attacked and they leave her for dead nothing happens beyond that point and she goes and seeks out revenge yeah you know what i need another uh special about um uh jeffrey dahmer i don't think that's hardcore enough but please cut the origin story here uh it's too much we had this discussion and go ahead go i mean and again i wanted to pass this as hard because again this is a woman's point of view which i feel is very prelevant to what we're talking about i mean sorry foxy no it's fine it's just this was something that was brought up a lot when game of thrones was actually still airing where a lot of fans of the uh, cis female fans were Mm. very vehemently upset about the fact that you know Sansa's character development into this strong cold woman that had to take over things was a direct result of her getting you know assaulted you know and much more by you know a you know ruse of a marriage blah 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 and on one hand i can understand how it's like it's it's such a it's a cheap way of getting a woman to seek revenge and find her power and find her strength but also in the same token those other than the fact that it's it's fiction and these things were written many many years ago and these are fantasy worlds based off of a time period where unfortunately that was fact 
there are so many cases in real life where it takes those traumatic events that do make a person stronger and more powerful and want to seek out ways to you know defend themselves or take what they've been through and share it with others and you know a pack of survivors etc so it's like to nix a story that's so very poignant to the character and to the character's development and why she became who she is i feel that's a cheaper cop out to whatever quote-unquote backlash you might get from like five or six mary sues online that then tmz takes the story and rolls it out into making it sound like the entire world feels that way when it's only refinery 29 yeah so there's that can you read badass's comment if you see that absolutely absolutely and yeah, it happens. I was assaulted and now kickboxing and Muay Thai. It's never going to happen to me again. Exactly. And it's like, not for nothing. It It's an unfortunate thing, but it's also an empowering thing where this is a genre. This is a movie genre. It's called the good for her genre. Yeah. Good for her genre. And it takes sci-fi. It takes fantasy. It takes horror. It features movies such as American Mary. I spit on your grave. We're really bad traumatic things happen to these women and what happens to them they refuse to be a victim and stand up for themselves they might kill somebody but the point is is oh well. it's one of those matters where it's like i'm gonna take the law into my old hands i'm not gonna be a victim i'm gonna protect other women it's you know it get, it's a little deep when it comes to some of these stories okay but there are millions of people in this world that have those stories i don't i don't understand this at all um I, this kind of chaps my ass, and, and and Foxy, you and I have done many episodes about this very thing. Some not so serious, but some right on, right there. Uh, mm-hmm. This 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 edit make this makes no sense to me. This, this is exactly every day. There is an example of a victim being mocked, ridiculed, and silenced, and thus negating, thus proving the reason they don't come forward for years in the fucking first place. Mm-hmm. You have the, if not one of, the ascent, the best version of that in the fantasy world to tell that story and tell that arc and give someone voice and possibly even inspire and give someone the the fire they need to come forward about some prick and and and, and you're sidebar, editing it but like in complete sidebar do you know how revolutionary it is to tell a story a fancy story about something bad happening to a woman but her rising above it yeah during a time where again these fantasy stories you know they were based on a time period that was factual women had no power Women were silenced, were beaten, were just wives meant to breed, you know. So or worse. <laughs> so even though they're taking those elements into their fiction, sci-fi, fantasy lands, they're still giving it power by saying, "Why can't a woman be in charge? Why can't this make a woman say, fuck this? I'm going to be a warrior.'" Yeah. Joan of Arc got burned at the stake for trying to do it. But in a fantasy world, Red Sonia is going to fucking learn how to be a warrior from a god and take revenge on everyone that did something bad to her. 
why is that wrong? Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm in the female minority of this. I don't know. Maybe I have balls that haven't descended yet. But why? Is I that can assure you that's not the case. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I just, I don't see, I don't see what the issue is. I don't. The issue is, is you're giving power to women and men don't want that. Yeah. I know that's the simple explanation, but look at history. That's me. I don't want to. You know, sometimes I'll ask somebody, or I'll ask Kelly, you know, why is this way? Why is this happening this way? And the only logical answer is because people are fucking stupid. Look at the amount of backlash that most of the MCU is getting for, quote, turning their male heroes female. <laughs> I have to wait. I have to walk through that minefield every day on the Comic Book Guru's fan uh, podcast uh, Facebook page. When I put up a graphic of of all the Avengers now that are female, um, Hawkeye or Thor or um, Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, uh, Iron Man or, or Iron Heart in Wakanda, yeah. whatever, just put up. But I mean, to put up the graphic of the the original and then the uh, new one, and just the flood of. Oh my God! You're okay, Craig. Yeah. Who yeah. who knew? Who who? I don't know. Yeah, but we get just... offended. Ah! That could have been ground zero for the uh, the backlash that Marvel female heroes are 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 getting now. But yeah, um, you're not in a minority, Fox. You're in a uh, in a solid majority. It's just that the people that have a problem with it are they're the ones that scream the loudest. Yeah, I know. It's because they're scared. I, like, I mean, all, all fiction is not supposed to be based on reality. Fiction, fiction all works of fiction are escapism. Okay, yeah. video games, comic books, movies, etc. Mm -hmm. They're all escapism. But the thing is, is in that escapism, there's still an element of reality and taking away things that do happen in real life from these fiction-based things is quite literally like rewriting a history. Can you imagine like a young girl later on down the road seeing this new Red Sonia and nothing bad happens to her? She, she might as well just grow up thinking, well, nothing bad happens to females. And on top of that, like, like you need that element this of this thing. And all, and all that, like you, like you just said, and even, you know, that element of realism allows you as a viewer to connect with said fictional character and enjoy that character more. It's like, wow, I like it because like, I see, I've been through that. I've seen that. And that's what makes you connect more. And as Rocky once said, let me tell you something about life. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Mm -hmm. But in the same token, when we face these things, that's how we make them stronger. The problem is, oh, we don't want this conflict. We don't want this backlash and everything. Like that. Then how do you learn anything? How do you get over something? How do you become stronger if you don't face it? That was that was deep. Like seriously, that's and again, not to offend anybody, but that's the big thing that our generation and people before us and some of the people that are of the current generation that were raised old way are talking about this generation. You don't want to face the reality. It's, it's harsh. It is. We can't sugarcoat it for you and everything like that. But you, this is what makes us stronger. This is what gives you leather skin. You know, this would you know, this is how you Try to strengthen yourself up to get up in the morning and move on to the next day. 
and everything like that. You know, if you watch cartoons from my generation and Mr. Craig's generation and everything like that, I mean, Craig, right or wrong, some of the cartoons, yes, were fun, but every now and again, they delved into some serious stuff and didn't treat us like children. It was like in your face, like, hey, this is a fact of reality. This is what is, and then in cartoon form, we dealt with some heavy stuff in cartoons that yeah. they would never, ever touch today. No, yeah, you're you're exactly right. Uh, even shows, even cartoons like uh, like The Tick, um, touched on some uh, some adult themes uh, that people weren't used to. Even the, you can even go back to the Flintstones. Flintstones was a primetime cartoon show, but when Wilma was going to have a baby and they couldn't they weren't allowed to to use the word pregnant mm -hmm. uh it got taken off of local uh stations in the midwest and in the south because they didn't want a cartoon even a friend woman they never, they never even showed their bedrooms yeah uh, but wilma was having a baby and middle america couldn't deal with it or even you know transformers the movie yeah. The creator said to them, they were just pushing toys. They had no idea how attached people were to them when they killed off Optimus Prime. Yes. And that was like, as, that was for us, you know, growing up, Optimus Prime dying in a movie. It's a cartoon. But for us as kids, that was, that was a, that was traumatic. Yeah. But it's it was something we faced. Um, mm -hmm. The G.I. Joe movie, you know, Duke eventually lived. But in the original cut, Duke dies from getting a snake thrown through his heart. The very first X-Men cartoon where Morph died in the first yeah. episode. Yeah. Nobody was ready for that. Yeah. Like they didn't, you know, and again, the 80s cartoons, seven cartoons, like we dealt, they dealt with some heavy duty stuff on regular television. Yes. So I am sorry, you know, again, going back to the Red Sonya thing, is it a harsh thing? Yes. But it's not a male chauvinist thing or anything like that. It's not about Welcome to real life. Sexual attack. It's like Miss Fox said, these are, you know, or, or badass, you know, and badass, thank you so much for being brave enough to share that with us. Like, seriously, thank, that, you, badass. thank you, badass. Seriously. Thank you. Um, you know, and I've, I've, as a karate instructor over the years, up until I've had students come to me because of said situation, and they've turned out to be so much stronger because of seeking out training and everything like that or whatever finding whatever to, to be stronger person so badass again thank you for sharing that thank you Ben. I know it took a lot to do that but this is a part of reality and this is what it, and it's like we need to you know people you know all these suits and all that stuff need to stop worrying one you of know? these suits haven't had to struggle for shit in their life exactly it's like that quote from finding nemo where they're where dory says well, you can't stop everything from happening to him because nothing's ever going to happen. Then that will ever happen to him. Yeah. Exactly. Sidebar, mm -hmm. random thought. It was actually how Dory the, the, the downfall to all this started in in the mid nineties. So I remember distinctly watching a cartoon when Dare became a thing. Mm -hmm. I learned about drugs through a cartoon. What? I learned about better teacher. What better teacher? job of stopping me because i was like what are drugs hmm this sounds interesting like, the, co drugs? the cops have so what are drugs i heard i heard good things about this yeah yeah let me show you it's gotta be good yes oh, those drugs could be bad it's in a cartoon exactly. all right so um for my last um tidbit for tonight uh, uh clownzilla jr loved your shirt oh thank you <laughs> not today not today 
I even had, well, Clown Jr., uh, I even had, I just had to take him up, but I had my stiff socks on, too. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> I don't match my socks, as you can tell. He is to stitch what Dan is to Ghostbusters. Yes. Um, now, I, I didn't want, I, I don't like ending, ending shows on a somber note, but this no. is, I, I have. Oh, okay. no, don't worry. I will bring that back up, because I have, <laughs> I have the last segment. I personally wanted to take a moment. Um, and I don't want to turn into a long, heavy thing. I just did no, we already did it. Do your own thing, man. Uh, I wanted to take a moment to personally touch on this really quick. Um, again, for those of you that joined us tonight that are wrestling fans, we know in the background you've had AEW playing. Now, I'm not a big AEW watcher. Uh, of course, I had it on the background. And I'm going to watch with the volume on uh, later on this evening. But we had uh, the tribute match to uh to jay briscoe with mark and jay lethal um for those of you you know obviously you guys know she and i have a wrestling background uh and through the years we've made a lot a lot of friends like we know jay lethal very young from his career and i know i know mark before he you know i know both i knew both of them when jay was allowed to wrestle and mark wasn't legally allowed to wrestle yet mm-hmm. yes i legitimately and i'm not name dropping I, I do personally know them that long uh for many many years um and again like when i haven't felt this way since the passing of eddie guerrero because eddie guerrero was another one i got to befriend during his time on the on the northeast indies we were the first ones to bring but like so again in saying that i've known jay and mark since mark was legally allowed to wrestle tells you how long i've known these two guys mm-hmm. um during my short time in the uh, ring of honor and everything like that like it's like, you know, like everybody said, Jay never treated anybody lesser than or anything. Like whether you were part of a ring of honor or not, like, or anywhere he went, he never bigly definitely anybody he never did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that came across a lot, which I'm really happy that did post this whole thing was people that have known him throughout the years in the business and everything like that, it was easy for us to say tremendous wrestler performing and everything like that. But what got pushed more to the forefront and before we came on the air, which I saw they didn't, what became the bigger story is the father, husband, and family man that Jay was. And my last year or two years getting to do stuff with ROH and seeing him, that was like one of our biggest connection other than teasing each other about each other's football teams <laughs> and everything like that. We always had a good time. Uh, and I thought uh, the last ROH match I did, which you see on YouTube where I almost broke my leg landing on the guardrail. Uh, when I got to the curtain, when they carried me through the curtain, Mark and Jay were like, two of the first people there along with Jay Lethal and a couple of other people to check on me and they didn't have to but again they did and just great guys and everything like that and this one hurt a lot because of the circumstances and everything you know and again he was every bit of a great man as everybody said um as we saw coming out tonight you know Jay Lethal extremely emotional coming out Mark Briscoe and I, I did send Mark a message and I like that and it was hard. And Jay even post my retirement to show you how cool he was. Like Jay uh, Briscoe never missed like one of my birthdays ever to reach out to me and wish me happy birthday and everything like that. 
And I know it's kind of a weird thing, you know, to post on somebody's wall that passes and everything like that. And it feels like a tribute. And I was avoiding it for the longest time because mm-hmm. then it makes it, it makes it real. Yeah. And I didn't want it to be real until today, because also it's Jay Briscoe would have been Jay Briscoe's 39th birthday. Yeah. To which I, you know, again, a, a man who has not, who had taken the time of his busy schedule, wrestling family and being who he was, didn't have to take time over the last 10 years that I've been retired now would take the time to message me. I, I'd be wrong not to at least acknowledge his, which I did today. And it was hard. Uh, I'm going to miss my friend greatly, but I am glad to see the way the community has come together for his wonderful family. Uh, I've expressed my love directly to Mark and everything like that. And he's, again, a family man that's going to be greatly missed and everything like that. So, you know, I just wanted to take a moment to just personally quickly tribute um jay briscoe i'm gonna miss you my brother uh i love you that's that's like it <laughs> there's really no sweet way to close it no i i do want to do uh i i do want to double down on a ps to that amazing and moving tribute to to point out again this is a positive damien don't worry I know you were when when sometimes I talk to you, oh shit. Uh a man who had faults, admitted said faults, account, took accountability for those faults, and he became right better them. and did right by them threefold in wrestling is rare. And it just another one of the good ones. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's not fair. But that again goes back to what we were discussing in the segment before that. That's real life. We'll never understand it. And it is infuriating. It sucks. I was hearing about the accident uh, before it was getting out because I still have a lot of ears to the wall down there. Uh, well, up there. And yeah, it uh, it's just. I. I did hear that uh, his daughter did get feeling and movement back in her extremity. Daughters, little by little, are getting better. So that's yes. a blessing. Very good. Uh, I'm also hearing, um, well, it's come out quietly. Tony Khan has been doing everything he can to help the family as yes. well. Yes. So, uh, another And another fuck you to Warner Brothers for not allowing them to do a tribute that and, week. And again, I don't want to make it about that. I really no, I really no. I just that shame, was just the one sentence. To, it's a shame we had to get to this point for them to do the right thing, but it's been that, done. But uh, that match, watching also quietly in the background, yeah. very good, very oh, very no. good moment. But anyway, yeah. you had good. something. Take us on a higher wait, note. Wait, 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 Craig, Craig, the 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 wrestling professor okay, wanted to add something to this. Go ahead, professor. I also wanted to put in because of the amount of love that the entire wrestling community over all three uh, federations and fans that he touched. The GoFundMe page that was set up for Jay Lethal um, did over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars inside of three days, which is. For a guy that's never wrestled in any of the nationally known federations 
in a 20-year career. Uh, the amount of people he touched uh, is just un unprecedented. Just a, a, And from everyone, from Triple H to, to Kevin Owens to AJ Styles, everyone has a positive Jay Briscoe story. And that's incredibly rare in your line of business, Dame and Fox, to have someone that was so universally liked uh, by everyone and um, not having a a bad thing to say about uh, someone. So um, I've always said my deepest regret is that it, I, I never got, and we wanted to all four, we never got to wrestle each other and we wanted uh, to so uh, bad. Uh, like when I was, while I was teaming with Saigon and we were, we were all traveling together. Like we all legitimately wanted to have a match, you know, mm -hmm. and one promotion, you know, we were trying to get him in to do it, but you know, they couldn't agree on rice or whatever the case may be. And it wasn't a Briscoe's thing, but it was what it was. And I'm not mentioning names. And but like me and uh Mark used to go back and forth because you know, Mark does the you know <laughs> hillbilly kung fu. And I do legit as a dude, it'd be great. I'd, I'd come and do it and you just beat me up with the hillbilly kung fu and be like, oh god, that'd be good, so good. And you know, we're talking all this stuff, it's just so good. And then like I said, one of the last ones with, Jay and I, because Jay's team was the the Raiders and mine's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oops. And it was one week and we were together and I was like, your boys are facing my boys. And he was talking smack and everything like that. And then the following week and I seen him and I was like, shut up. He just shut up. <laughs> Another fun memory I had was um the night uh, Adam Cole uh, at the Manhattan Center got his uh, lip split from, in that match with Kyle O'Reilly. Yep. And you know that that whole big thing. Um, we go to the I go to the back after we after we help him back, and me, Mark, Jay, and Matt are the first ones to go check on Adam Cole and go through the door. And Adam, she's like, "Oh, it's not that bad." And it literally looked like a pizza slice missing from a pie, really? and you just see four grown men go, "Whoa!" <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like out of a movie. It's like, like I was just waiting for one of us to go, "Dang!" <laughs> it, was, it was yeah, it was. But you know, again, some some good times, some great memories. Gentlemen and ladies, thank you again for joining us this time of the month. We are your monthly period of futuristic <laughs> punching out nerdum fans to each and every one of you. It's our first show in the year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, we'll be coming to you each and every month like a good flow should. Uh, giving you the best and worst in nerd nudes, nerd news, and uh, nasty foods. And with a lot of proton packs and fun. And if you're not careful, you may learn something before we're done. So, for this first show of 2023, let me just say to you, Damien, and all my love to you and the loss of your friend, uh, but double that with the amount of pride I have in you for going back out on the road and doing what you love with the woman you love. Because of that and that alone, outside of your handsomeness, you are my nerd herder. You my nerd herder, even though I'm not getting in the ring. She is. <laughs> <laughs> well, my special um, love has always been for, for Foxy uh, because she went back into the ring, something that she stepped away from for so long. And got back in there without missing a beat, skipping a beat. And I've never even seen you in the ring, but I speak for everyone else who has seen you, how much we've missed you, and how happy we are to see you back. 
I love your Instagram stories. I watch you live on Twitch. Um, we're so happy to have you back and can't wait to see more of you in 2023. And for that, and for your upcoming bio that's going to shock the world, tell me who I'm supposed to be. Veronica Vargas, you are my nerd herder. Thank you. You're my nerd herder. Yeah, whatever. Dan, uh, thank you. Um, so, <laughs> for all of us, and the next time we see you, Dan, you'll be able to buckle that. By the end of this year, you'll be able to buckle that proton pack. And sure I will. If the stars align right, and because uh, the pandemic for the moment has been put away on hold, we can finally we can finally realize our dream in the year of our Lord 2023 or doing our show live with all four of us in the same room at the same time. Because then we will definitely hear that goddamn proton pack. And with that... He's still trying. He's still trying. He's still trying. No, I'm not trying. I'm just playing with it because I want to. <laughs> you don't need us for that. So we'll leave Dan alone uh, with his wand. Play with his, uh, play with his yeah. proton. As long as he doesn't cross the streams. And uh, we will see you, Nerd Herder fans, see you and hear you on uh, next month. This has been Nerd Herders. Good night.